They're back. The show with the pressure and Frosty. This is Frosty. Hello and welcome to the show with a pressure and frosty. This is our October episode of the show on time of record. We are recording on the 9th of October 2023. And I know, Dave, you like a special day, don't you? I'm very dayist. Very yeah. day- datist and dayist. You love a day. So I'm going to give you some days today, what today oh, is. Yes. So it is Moldy Cheese Day. Yummy. That should just be. <laughs> By default, be a Tuesday every year when it comes around. <laughs> it's also beer and pizza day. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, beer and pizza day today. Okay, that's a good one. And it's also National Kick Butt Day. Oh, sh- what? Why do they? That's a nonsense one. That's a thing. I'll tell you a little bit about National Kick Butt Day if you're interested. So it started on... October 9th, 1987, by a Japanese man called Taichi Igarashi. He became the first centenarian to climb Japan's tallest mountain, Mount Fiji. He's trying since he was 89 years old, but he did it when he was 100. Kick butt day. Or is this yeah. different? No, this is nat- nat- National Kick Butt Day. You're basically doing something that is just awesome. Or you share a goal with someone and you achieve that goal. You can just... Create something and do it, even if it seems hard, you're just going to smash it. Give yourself a target, achievable but difficult, and you're going to smash it. I see, rather than just going and kicking someone on the backside. Unless that's your target. See how many people you can kick in the backside. 20? How many could you get away with, do you think? I think you could kick somebody in the bum on the street and just carry on walking. You could do that twice, I'd say. A little tap. I think you could get away with that and nobody would really mind. Yeah, you could. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. It's maybe just being a more of an achiever is perhaps going to get you into less trouble and some plaudits. But um, it's, uh, well, whatever. You take it in whatever way you want, people. And if you can hit a new high score, then maybe you've kicked butt on the amount of times you can kick butt. Yeah, I think it's more of a positive thing, isn't it, rather than to cause anarchy. It's more like, hey, guys, I'm going to try and push myself really hard today. I'm going to really do it today. Um, It is the show with the pressure and the frosty coming through alive for uh, this uh, 10th edition of the year. We've made it through 10 already. That's pretty flipping good going. Uh, How are you in uh, 2022 October? Where are you at? How you, you know, have you got a grasp of it? Are you feeling all right with it? I don't know if you can hear it, but I've got a cold. It's rubbish. I feel crap at the minute. It didn't really last very long, but it did just... um, shock me and it shook me because when i get a cold the symptoms oh a bit of a nose a bit of a sore throat i get really gr- i just get miserable and down yeah. and depressed yeah. it just the symptoms i guess after a few days i learned to live with but it just it annihilates my my attitude and that's what really is my biggest illness my uh, yeah. strength is just oh and then because I'm like weak and lethargic and can't really move, then that upsets me that I can't do things and be up for things and the gymnasium's hard and watching telly's hard and eating a banana's hard. It just all, that's the main culprit is my mind. Yeah, I've noticed it more this time around than any other time that it is exactly that. It changes the way that you think about things. If everything's a little bit uncomfortable, it just plays with your outlook in life and you just, everything is hard and 
you get like you know you get, um if you smell something it helps you remember like there's a there's a known theory that if you smell things that smelled like something many years ago it it um unlocks lost memories i find a similar thing like a sensation of like i've got now i remember feeling like that throughout my life in different parts of my life and it just i i got that nostalgia of of that feeling that memory that sensation and it's, uh, it's it's weird. I can't even describe it in words. But today's the first like proper bad day of it, and I know there's more to come. Like I haven't peaked yet. I think there's gonna be tomorrow another day, and then it's gonna start getting a bit better. So it's just like oh, just let today be the peak. Just say this is the peak. Eat some nice food, rehydrate, rest, and then tomorrow you sort of know what to expect. So it's only yeah. gonna be better. It's the first time I've had a cold in a year. I haven't had a cold this year at all. Get a nice uh, spicy dish inside you or just douse whatever you're having for supper time tonight in some chilli sauce and uh, just get your body that bit hotter and it can, you know, it'll use that fire and that heat to kill off these germs. Yeah, good idea. I'm going to make a chilli today and we've grown loads of peppers, chilli peppers in the garden uh, and I think we're going to use some of them today. We've got a bishop's hat which is very, very hot. We also have jalapenos. They're not too hot. But then we've got lemon drops, and they, they are yellow. They do have a kind of a citrusy flavour to them, and they're very small. They're incredibly, incredibly hot. So maybe I'll put a couple of them in today just to get it out. Burn it. Burn it all to hell. Wow, there we go. Well, well done for holding out so long. I, I picked up this illness about two weeks ago, so I'm weaker than you now in 2023. I've become uh, what you used to be. You know, just a regular walking snot bag. And now I'm more susceptible <laughs> to this than you. And I'm not even surrounded by kids. Yeah, there are there are some people that just constantly have a cold. And I don't think it's because uh, they were born with a bad immune system. I just think sometimes you can just get on with it. Like, I am, I am moaning about it now, but just because, you know, it's nice to moan for a bit. But I didn't tell anybody at work today that I had a cold. I just got on with it. And I doubt anybody would have noticed either. And I prefer that way. I just get a bit scared. Oh, I scared. Feel, you know, you, you just, you're sitting here and you're like, oh, I feel a bit cold. And then you yes. do something, you have a little, and you're like, oh, I feel cold, I feel cold. No, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, what if I'm like this forever? <laughs> and um, after you've dealt with that for about a day, then you're like, oh, okay, once that feeling goes or you just get used to it, that's it. Okay, I'm a bit snotty and my throat hurts a bit. I better not misbehave. That'll do. I can work through that. But it's the fear. <laughs> how amazing is it though to live in this day and age where we know a cold lasts i don't know maximum a week and you'll get you get better back in the victorian times they had a cold they didn't know if they're going to live after that so there was a genuine fear back then so you know at least we know we are going to get better rather than this could be it frightening but true listener how uh, how lucky you are. Look at you, sat there all smug with your health. Uh, do you drink enough water, do you think? I drink loads of water. I'll tell you my, my daily water regimen if uh, you and the listener are interested. Of course. I'll, <laughs> I'll down a pint of water immediately when I get out of bed. Um, if I haven't got a cold, I'll go for a run. I'll do another pint of water. Then I've got a water bottle, which is 1.5 litres, and I'll drink two of those within the day. When I come home, I immediately have a pint of water. Then as I'm cooking dinner, I have another pint of water. And then as I'm eating my dinner, I'll have one pint of water, and then I'll have a glass of water to bed, and I'll have probably have half a pint of that water. 
It's a lot of water. How many? You must be in the toilet all the time. I'm not. I'm very good at this. I think uh, I have very long peas. Very long peas. Sometimes I get really bored. Like, I'm standing there for five minutes. And it's like, come on, when are you going to stop? But also, it's kind of fun to see how far you can go as well. So I, li- I like the competition. Can um, For next month's show, can you make a bit of an effort for the next four weeks to actually time one of these and see what you can clock up? <laughs> I'll, see, I'll, I'll have a go as well. I'm sure I hit... Sure, I I don't know. I definitely have timed it in my time. Yeah, and it's got to be over a minute. I think definitely. I, I can do sixty seconds. <laughs> well, in my, well new, in, my, in my new bunker, there's no uh-huh. there's no natural light, and there's no one that comes down here. And to get to the toilet, I've got to go up the stairs, around, oh. back down the stairs, and in. And it just feels like a chore. So I am holding it for a lot longer now. So I think I might be in a bit better kind of shape to match you for some of yours but yeah. i don't drink i don't drink nearly that much what do you what do you do you drink water as your daily drink or do you have pop no only water water and coffee that's the occasional, good the occasional pop but no just just water when i do exercise i i can drink a good amount then and i exercise as much as i can and then i try and just Keep myself on the go all day long, and then when I get home, and then I have a few herbal teas in the evening. I would, yeah, yeah. that that's 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 pure good hydration as well. T- tea and coffee, not so good. Yeah, it depletes you of your wee wees. But the um, the actual H two O mixed with a herbal tea bag, that's uh, that's okay. So they say. Definitely, I think um, the more you pee as well, the um, the more you need to pee because your bladder isn't as trained. It's a mixture of. Uh, physical fullness and in your head because have you heard of the concept of uh, uh, a doorstep bladder you know when you you need a pee uh, but you're okay and then the moment you put your key in the door you're like I've got to go for a pee now and you have to run in it's in your head that is yeah I get that and if I wake up in the night I just usually pretty much go to the toilet they said that if you're in the shower you shouldn't pee in the shower. Now, not because of a hygiene thing, but because your body gets used to the association with having water on you and then just feeling like you open your bladder to pee. And then you sort of lose that kind of uh, resilience when you're out and about. If it's raining, you just don't have that the power to hold your bladder. So um, health-wise, you shouldn't pee in the shower, they say. Do you pee in the shower? Yeah. <laughs> Dirty boy, dirty David, peeing in the shower, number one and number two. It's just better for the environment if you go there. Saves you flushing the toilet, eh? Yeah, it does. It does. You just got to make sure your aim is all right, you know, and it's not too bad. Only a number one, though, right? <laughs> dirty, dirty David. I've Yes, I'm not I'm not going to say whether I do or not because it's, uh, it's nobody's business but my own. So you just kind of, let's just say you got a promotion at work. It sounds of words to that effect. On Friday, you got in and you went on some dorkish little trip to Oxford, which probably meant sitting on a bus for about an hour at least there, an hour at least back, spectate amongst something that you had nothing to do with. You just did a bit of ushering, waving, smiling, got back to school and then finished. So you did like, what, I don't know, just four or five hours you were probably present there for slightly longer but what were you actually doing you've then had a busy old weekend getting on the lager booze and today you've got a cold (laughs) and you're sulking because you're back at work look at you (laughs) 
Yeah, there's always a cost, isn't there? There's always a cost with the fun. Yeah, Thumbs I mean, up. Friday, we were due to... <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were due to record uh, a couple of days ago, which is why the podcast is coming out a little bit later. But it's, you know, all good things come to those who wait. I was on a trip to Oxford, the National Nation, Natural History Museum in Oxford. I was last minute called to a, to a school trip, which is kind of fun because you just sit on the coach for an hour and a half, as you said, just do nothing, just stare. Nice, getting paid to stare, walk around for a little bit. It was an easy day. Anybody could have done that. Um, and then, yes, it was Stacey's birthday over the weekend. And uh, we had some of her friends come over. We had the hot tub out. I made some uh, like lovely pork crackling. Stacey made a delicious cauliflower cheese with five cheeses. It was a lovely day. We had a great night. We stayed out till like 1.30 outside. There was glorious weather. We had a fire pit. And, uh, yeah, it was a really good weekend. It was a lot of fun, a lot of drinking, and uh, nothing went wrong. It was just a really good weekend. It was great. But now it's Monday. And now look at you with the memories and the heartburn to prove it. I do find, like, the more fun you have, the more you miss it on the week. So what do you do? Do you just not have a good time so you don't miss not having a good time? Because I had a lovely time in the hot tub and I just think, oh, isn't that sad that's over now? Well, when you could go in the week, couldn't you? Can't you not have? Why can't you have fun in the week? Why are you just stuck to your routine that must eat at this time, must sit on the sofa, must watch the one show, must <laughs> agree with their humour, and must go to bed promptly at that time? Why don't you surprise Stacey tonight or tomorrow because you're snotty and like Ooh, be like, hey, let's uh, let's eat in the hot tub or something? Wow, that'd be crazy, wouldn't it? Eat in the hot tub. I've I would like to go into the hot tub. They've got. Uh, I've got so much stuff on. I've got contracts to sign, songs to write. you still got to do that, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I went to the hot tub uh, yesterday. I know it was a Sunday. I went on my own and read a book. It was beautiful. Such a lovely experience. Well, if you make the most of these next few few days, then yeah. maybe when it changes slightly, you'll be the sitting at the sofa just vegging out might seem like something different and more enjoyable because you'd been in the garden but instead your winter looks a lot like your summer you know i do like this weather i like it being sunny but it's... i like getting my house better i'm comfortable <laughs> and i don't have to get up i got a charger right there <laughs> it's great it's just i just feel a bit scared for the world that it's the weather's so nice here right now i do feel a little bit scared for the world it is october mid-october and it's 23 degrees you know, then weird. just make sure you swap a couple of those toilet sessions for a wee in the shower. I drive my car every day. I drive my car in dangerous ways. I drive my car outside. Oh, yeah, don't tell me about Star Wars. No fault of me. We had a great time on Thursday night. We went to the theatre and uh, it was an experience that I had not had before. Uh, it was an Agatha Christie play called Witness for the Prosecution, set in London's County Hall, where they actually do the courts and things like that. And uh, we were sitting, me and Dave and 10 other people, with a jury. So it was our charge to decide whether the uh, defendant was innocent or guilty. We just swear on the Bible that we were going to be honest. And it was such an amazing experience. The actors were incredible. The story was great. And uh, what a what a venue it was as well, just to sit and be part of. 
Witness for the Prosecution is London's longest-running site-specific theatre production, and they've just extended it to the 29th of September 2024. So get involved, people. It's a really special performance. Yeah. Uh, full of drama, uh, full of <gasps> ooh, 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 an audience interaction. They're going to ask you for your tuppence, your halfpenny bit. So, yeah. It's uh, a beautiful place to be. A very, I mean, it is an old courthouse, so they haven't really needed to do too much to the decor of it. Just give it a big buffing and a shine. So, sort of, it's set in the round. The stage is in the stage is basically in the middle, and the judge sits at one end, and you'll sit all around the room. So, and the action takes place on stage, but in the middle. So it's it's moving around you. They walk in and out, and. Uh, it's very good. It's very good indeed. It's a bit of trickery. Well, I wasn't sure when it was set. Eventually, they give it away, but it could be. You know, it's in the olden days, but you don't yeah. know how olden days. And then it's revealed. Not that that's really key to it, but um, you just like to know where you are in the world. But it's set in London, England, and uh, you should go and see it. Witness for the prosecution. Yeah, it was really good. We won't give any of the plot details away because that'll ruin the surprise. But um, without going into specifics, uh. Dave and the rest of the jury voted one way. I voted another way, and I was right. But you have to I be was the overruled, best, don't you? I, I, well, I'd have to be. I just, I just, I was just right. I was just overruled. Just shows that um, even when you're right, you're sort of <laughs> you're not really right, and people don't listen to you. Uh, I did like when they said unanimous. That's that's the word, unanimous, because it wasn't he unanimous. He doesn't count, though, guys. Come <laughs> on, look at him. Does he even get a vote? What's he even here for? Look at him. Yeah, and they do serve half pints of wine in the half half term, half term time, so that was kind of fun as well. It was kind of nice and, night out. And these new sort of biscuit, uh, um, crisp sort of bucket oh, yeah. things, it's like sort of, the sh- I don't know, the same shape as... Like some sort of McVitie's little biscuity cheddar cheese type thing, but full of crisps. They looked very fancy, and they were being enjoyed by everyone except us. <laughs> They're like mega Pringles. It was so big. Uh, like a little bit like, have you ever had a tin of peanuts? A tin yeah. of nuts. Or some t- uh, t- t- twiglets. They come in a tin like that, don't Do they? they? Do they? Ah, they? oh, they gross though. Yeah. It's weird They're getting like them twiglets. in a tin. Oh my god, it's like eating it is like eating a twig. Disgusting. Sure, no one I likes twiglets. I don't think there's a crisp I dislike. Those kind of potpourri vegetable ones don't they're not so enjoyable. But once you start eating a few, you're like, this'll do. That'll do. <laughs> Alright, we're somewhere poncy and stupid. Oh, okay, never mind. I'll just eat these then. So those are the beetroot and parsnip and carrot ones. Are they the ones? Yeah. That's kettle. Not, you know, I can I can eat that sort of stuff when I have to, but for crisps, just give me crisps. Just ready salted? Ready salted, uh, salt and vinegar. If we're talking Pringles, sour cream and chive, that's, you know. Standard. Standard. Yeah, but I quite like a maize based snack. You know, the ones that you can get, like chipsticks. You know, chipsticks? Uh, yeah, I like to, yeah, I like to, those, the, and the sort of twirled ones, those swizzly things, because you can just eat handfuls of them. Yes. And you're just really gorgeous. The, the weirdest like, crisp. Go on. No, and I like lights when I can just stuff food into my face, like popcorn. You just <laughs> like shove it at your mat. And you, with popcorn, you can sort of miss as well. So you're just like shoving it and bits are going on you. And it's like, so what? It's dark. Who cares? Like... When I like we leave, it. no one will be looking at me because we'll all be talking about how great this film was. 
<laughs> it's like a secret surprise afterwards when you look down and you've got like a couple little bits of popcorn. You go, oh, I'll have a bit of that now. That's nice. Yeah. Save that for later. The weirdest packet of crisps, weird flavor, weirdest flavor I've ever had. It was a Monster Munch flavor and it was for Halloween and it was vanilla ice cream flavor. Monster Munch. Didn't work. Didn't work. Will you go and see a scary film at this time of year? Yeah, I like to get into the zeitgeist of the world. So if something's going on, I'll get involved because I, I just, yeah, I'll watch a scary film. I don't get scared by them anymore. Are you going to do that? Mm, I rode home the other day uh, in the dark and got myself really scared and I've not even seen anything <laughs> scary. So I I just, it just lingers with me and I, I, I put it in my head when I shouldn't, you know. And I just, I mean, you know, I probably like it at the time, and it is a, it is a chilly type buzz that I get, but I, I can't, I know it will just stay with me. And I'm on my, if I'm in the house by myself, I'll just be petrified. What, what is the trigger? What is like the the worst thing or the feeling or what you're thinking when you feel like that? Like what could happen? What you maybe someone's chasing me, or there's just a noise, and someone might come in. I don't know. All of it, you just picture it all, and none of it's good. So it's not supernatural, like ghosts or anything. It's an actual like murderer after you. I think so. Yeah, I've yeah I've had a few ghostly encounters, and they've always been fine. So it's more the nutcases that are like, oh, let me go do that yeah. bad. Um, there's a show called Boiling Point that's just come to the BBC. Stephen Graham. Yeah. Um, it's all about chef life. There was an actual full length film of it couple it's of years great. ago that i saw in the cinema yeah and now they've made a smaller thing for the bbc so maybe watch that and if you're zeitgeisting it i yeah. bet you're all over this then you've probably seen already the beckham netflix show haven't you i've seen clips of it i know a lot of people are talking about it and that's going to make me watch it. it sounded a bit boring to begin with but everyone's talking about it so maybe i will get on the zeitgeist gravy train because it's set in 1992 six-ish to i don't know that's where i am at the moment you'll remember a lot of things at the time he gets with victoria and england are in various competitions and tony blair pops up and it's oh. like oh yeah my life <laughs> in the 90s oh and yeah him i did okay i liked him yeah i liked him a lot in fact all right i was obsessed with him <laughs> um yeah it's good for that kind of thing and it's watch- funny just watching him being a bit candid and it's nice it's nice watched one and I will watch the others, but I'm not in like a mad rush. Yeah. There's a clip doing the rounds where um, Victoria Beckham is saying, I was very working class growing up. And then David Beckham opens the door and said, hang on, hang on. What do you mean by that? Oh, she said, it's more complicated than that. What car did your dad drive you to school at? And she's like, no, it's more complicated. No, just, just say the car. What car did he drive you to school at? A Rolls Royce. And he went, thank you. Close the door, walks away. It's brilliant. Working class. Jim Dark. Ooh. How's the uh, how's the fitness coming on then? If you've had a bit of a crazy month, are you keeping on top of it? Yeah, I've been uh, enjoying it a lot and pushing myself a bit harder, going a bit deeper, going a bit stronger. Started the yoga back up, and that's been helping me quite a lot. So, yeah, it's all felt. Uh, it's been yeah, it's been pretty good on that front. But just like midnight McDonald's is isn't helping at all. So a reason to try and maybe curb the hours. I was just thinking about just when we popped out of the night, we only had like a few beers and half a pint of wine. But the calories <laughs> on that was probably the equivalent to whatever workout I'd done in the day. So, I mean, it felt good working Did. out and I, I enjoy that sensation. Like I enjoy the drinking, but it just cancels out. If you know what I mean? I mean, if I didn't do a workout, I'd maybe put on weight, but I'm not getting ahead by going to the gym. So I want to just try and 
twist that slightly if I can and just be a bit more aware of now my diet and calming it down and resting more you know if you rest more your body can recover better maybe you can push some heavier weights or run a little bit further the next day or the next week so these just considerations that are just dropped out of my head and they're back in it yes you you dirty boy put your hands (laughs) where i can see them (laughs) yeah it happens though doesn't it like you you go into habits of you forget to be good and it's not even like oh i'm being naughty now you just do it and you go oh god oh yeah i wouldn't normally do that but you've done it now it's too late it's done so it's kind of weird yeah and i've really had some clear phases over the last few years and uh i just can't remember my head is so hazy i don't remember the clearness so i'm that's it now pumping iron and doing it with a bit more purpose i.e not being drunk at the time oh can <laughs> your weights mate <laughs> Stacey had a birthday over been? the weekend. Well, Stacey had a birthday over the weekend, so it's so been a I haven't been for a run, and I'm not going to go now. So I'll use that as my excuse uh, until at least uh, November. I'll tell you how I did. September was a really good month for me, fitness-wise. I was running um, three miles every day, pretty much before work or weights. Uh, very big reduction in alcohol. I only drunk like two times in the month, and that was that was pretty good. I felt good. Started doing more park runs. Uh, my time really improving every week. It's nice to see, like, oh, I shaved 30 seconds off my park run. So that was good. I did a 10K. It was a bit slow, but I did a 10K. So I was doing loads of good stuff. And then, I, I, you know, I weigh myself from the start to the end. And I've literally not lost any weight at all whatsoever. And it's incredibly frustrating because I'd like to think that there'd be some something in the show for it. Must be a completely even calories in exercise out then you're burning exactly the amount that you're eating so you need to adjust you know your large portions and finishing everything rather than oh stacy should we have a bit of leftovers for tomorrow rather than eating everything like gluttonous (laughs) pigs maybe we have a bit of a remix dinner on thursday and we'll have a bit of that 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 no we're having an alternate Yeah, maybe. I think my diet's pretty good. I don't really eat that much during the day. I've got like a simple breakfast of muesli, no added sugar. Then I have a tangerine and a carrot for my break, snack, and then just like an egg sandwich, packet of crisps. That's my dinner. And then um, at home, double carb dinner at least. It's not a double carb. A week. It's not. We used, to, we used to have no and bread. No, 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 no. We used to have garlic bread and um, with everything when we were younger. And then we realized, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. We used to have a bottle of red wine and a garlic bread with every meal every day about 10 years ago. And then we realized, what the hell are we doing? So we stopped that. Well, we eat relatively well. Yeah, maybe it's the portion size. Maybe. But um, I still think I should have lost some weight. It's just annoying, isn't it? Because, like, you work hard. I'm still doing my photographs, though. Every month I'm doing a photograph with my vital statistics so I can see a bit of progression there. A little bit, maybe, but um, I've got cold now, so I can't run yet. So it's really frustrating. Just you can't run as far. It will help clear you out. Go for a swim, then. Oh, that sounds horrible. I can't imagine doing anything. You can't exercise with a cold, man. You can't do that. You just can't exercise as far, deep, hard, fast. You can still do it. Oh, that's... To me, that the, is impossible. The endorphins will help to pull you through. If you don't exercise and you're ill, just the feeling of glumness will go on for longer. 
I can't even open my eyes right now. Look at my eyes. Like pinholes. Look at them. Oh, Look at them. Pathetic mess. <laughs> Techno robots. Techno robots. Techno robots. Techno robots. Gadget, gadget, gadget. News, news, news. From a show with the pressure and frosty. This month in gadget news, Samsung have released some live streaming ovens. So basically, when you're cooking your food, you can download an app. And if you're down the road, you can see how your lasagna is cooking. And you can adjust the temperature accordingly when you're out and about. You can delay the cooking. Also, there's a smart feature where it detects where the lasagna or wherever you're cooking is crisped or browned. And then it'll turn it off. It'll detect when it's cooked also it's got thermometers inside so if it's got starting to go a bit black then it'll just turn the oven off straight away so you've got a samsung smart oven for you costing um you know costing yourself about maybe two thousand pounds for the uh, privilege to have that but you know it's a way forward that uh you know we didn't know we needed and maybe we don't but uh, it's happening and it's no now. more sizzled sad suppers with samsung's smart oven two thousand pounds from your nearest outlet uh currycpcworld.com um Considering how like the kettle's been around for ages, and the kettle knows how to boil water perfectly, and it's turned yeah. itself off. It learned that years ago. Come on, oven, flipping yeah. egg, catch up. My yeah, double carbs. <laughs> There's a company called Dish Network, and they have fined them $150,000 for failing what? to properly dispose of a satellite. So there's loads of space junk, and those of these companies own it and now they're starting to find them that's good i mean i've seen the images of how much space junk is orbiting the planet now and it's shocking uh it's causing a danger to satellites that um that you know with astronauts and uh all kinds of stuff didn't this these the space base or something get knocked or recently like these astronauts were stuck in space for a bit longer because some space junk hit their pod like apollo 13 style or something yeah, there's a whole uh, algorithm following each individual trajectory of every single piece. And there's we're talking about thousands and thousands of pieces. And it just takes one to hit another piece. And it just will have a knock-on effect and cause absolute chaos. There's been a couple of close calls, so uh, good on them for suing them. <laughs> I like you when people get told off, so... <laughs> <laughs> Us humans are the worst, though, aren't we? We pollute a planet, then we go out of the planet and pollute space. Scumbags we are. Uh, In Germany, they've started to put warning lights for smartphone addicts on the pavement because it happens so often. As a driver, as a pedestrian, you just see people glued to their phones as they cross in the road. They're not even looking now. It's an addiction. It's a real thing. You look out there, so many people are getting hurt because they're just not looking where they're going because they're too busy on their smartphone. Well, in a place called Stadwerk Ausberg, in Germany, uh, public work providers fitting experimental warning lights on the floor next to pedestrian crossings. So the floor is red when you can't walk, and then it turns green when you can walk because they're looking down on their phone. And hopefully, it's going to save some lives, but really, uh, you shouldn't need that. Is that encouraging people to be even more? They're like, well, I'll, I'll just keep looking at my phone until yeah. I see the red thing on the floor. Oh, look, something's in front of me already. But I was I was told to only look up when it's red. And suddenly <laughs> someone's walking at me. Wow, you're wrong, aren't you, person walking at me? Because I'm on my phone. 
Yeah. Well, what they could do is on each pedestrian crossing have an NFC near field communication array and it communicates to your smartphone and it turns it red or turns it green or turns it off temporarily because the technology's there you just need to have the ability the law to activate it that'd be a good way of doing it because they're idiots people are idiots now stupid don't like to look at my phone if I'm out and about unless I need to find some details of oh should I be going left or right here I just don't like to look up I don't want to read messages don't want to look at my emails I'm just stood around waiting fine but if I'm in transit moving on my feet I want to look around at stuff and observe things okay cool I don't want to walk and look and read or watch that's, that's a goat getter these idiots that are just always <laughs> on their phone and you, they look up right at the last second because they're about to walk into you and you're like what the f- Get the heck out! You get your head out! Your clammy little hands! You horrible person! You see people with books uh, reading a book as they're walking. Have you seen that? That's nice. That's fine. They're wholesome people. They're good people. They protect the planet. They wear cardigans. So wait! No, uh, uh, no, 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 no! Why, why is a bit of hypocrisy there? Why no, is that better than that? Because it's knowledge. <laughs> TikTok isn't knowledge. It's not. And watching the new Star Wars episode G on your big of i bigger anti-socially big iphone screen <laughs> it's not knowledge you can't share anything with me that a book has okay so you're walking with a book and you bump into somebody or you're walking with a phone you bump into somebody walking if you walk into someone with a book the, the person would say oh i'm, I'm terribly sorry there you go there you go if you walk into someone with their phone they'll be like oh, what mate what are you doing man i was watching like <laughs> something wasn't i now it's turned off the screen is the floor wet Oh, well, I'll go in and eat it. Hey, do you want any uh, McDonald's straws? <laughs> That's what you get. When did a person with a book ever cause any damage? Well, when they weren't looking where they were going and bumped into me. Yeah, and then if you even got a cut, they'd have paper to just... Uh, they'd be like, oh, rip out some of the front. I've already read that. There you go. The person on their phone. Oh, let's put our phone on it. Oh, no, if you get blood on the phone, it'll go barmy. <laughs> I've done a poem called Why Is This Better Than This? And it's exactly based on this conundrum. Why is one thing accepted when it's not accepted on another thing? Because book, like, book people are, you know, libraries are for losers. We all know that. Phones are for uh, just naughty people. Why is it okay if you've got a pram and you're a mother, right? Why is it okay to not talk to your child but to talk to somebody else next to you? Why is that okay? But if you've got your phone and you're talking to somebody as a telephone, why is that not okay? Okay, I'll have to just ponder on that one. Maybe we'll cover that. Maybe we'll have an answer for next month's show. I'll put a link into the show's description so you can find Why Is This Better Than This, written by and performed by and written by and edited by Owen Frost. Well, it was National Poetry Day on Friday, so that's pretty well-timed that you've uh, found that for us. You love a day. I love a day. We'll get you gold. We'll get you gold. We'll get you gold. We'll get you gold. Who gets you goat? Who gets you goat? Who gets you goat? Who gets you goat? It's time for what gets your goat. Uh, Dave, would you like to start us off? What's gotten your goat this month? It's a bit like the old people on the phone, but when you're walking down the street, right, and someone's coming towards you, so say I'm walking and the buildings are on my left-hand side, so I'm tucked into the left because I'm pretending I'm a motorist, I'm keeping to the left, and someone wants to walk past me on the left. And they're like adamant that it's their bit. And you're like, uh, uh, uh. you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a ruler bayer. So I'm trying to get somewhere quickly. So if I'm walking in the same direction as other people and you're coming towards me now, you need to manoeuvre, mate. So and then they're just adamant and you have to go the wrong way. It just irks me. 
Yeah, it's that kind of thing where it's the faster person moving needs to move out of the way. So if if you're slower, that's a good way of doing it. They, they they walk into you, so they have the impetus to have to move. But what I can't stand, based on walking on the pavement, is if there's a group of three or four people and they've taken up the whole pavement because they're walking side by side and you're on your own, you can't move out of the way and they do not move. Like, or they'll do a little suggestion of a move and you've got to like move all the way around the side. Just walk behind them for a little bit, you know? Yeah, there was some. Uh, there was a big game in London yesterday. I've got no idea who won, but I know there were a lot <laughs> of guys wearing these shirts. And uh, these people got off the bus in front of us. Like a couple of kids, a couple of jackasses in their shirts, in their jerseys, and uh, just all over the path. And literally, sort of one by one, sort of turned and like, oh, yeah. the kid was running underneath your feet, and then jackass one is like turning to look. Oh, sorry, like, and you know what they're flipping like when they're from over there. Oh, sorry, man. Oh. Yeah, get get out of the way. Yeah, get out of the way. Uh, For me, it's been road works. It's been absolutely miserable in Reading this month. Uh, Reading West are having a station upgrade, so they've had to close off part of the Oxford Road, which is basically the the road in and out of Reading, which I use to get in and out of Reading. And uh, they've got temporary traffic lights, which is adding, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes onto a journey. And then if you want to go to an alternate route, there's a completely separate set of roadworks for emergency gas repairs. Uh, There's another route you can take, but there's another set of roadworks unrelated. And every different place I took, there was another piece of unrelated roadworks. And so in the end, I was almost late for school. Uh, I was late, actually, and someone had to step in. I was like five minutes late. And can you imagine that, being the teacher, and the teacher is late to their own class? It's unforgivable. So I've had to leave leave home a lot earlier to make up for the roadworks, but it's... Shockingly bad. It's everywhere right now. You gotta have How it, much but... earlier do you leave now? How much time have you got to plan in to get away from these gas main Reading West? Uh, I leave works. about twenty minutes earlier now. Uh, and the annoying thing is, a lot of the time, uh, I'm I'm at work early. The traffic isn't too bad. There's roadworks there, but if I leave a little bit later, the traffic's a bit busier at that time of day, and then it just spills over so you've got to get that little balance uh but i've got a little i found another little secret passageway through a residential area and lots of other people have found that now and it's kind of nice to bypass the main traffic and go all the way around i feel like i've got the knowledge you know the the ins and outs uh but it is frustrating it's got to be done but they kind of talk to each other and worked out when to do it so it's not gridlock it's crazy can you share a lift with someone to take one of the cars off the road instead of driving now down back streets and polluting everyone's lives? No one lives in Reading. I, I work no in Bracknell. No one lives in Reading. No one at all from the whole <laughs> teaching staff. No one, no one from the school I work in in Bracknell lives in Reading. So there's Can no way that happens. Can you get the train to Bracknell? Not from where I am. No. No. No, because no, I'd have no to get other. I have to drive. Just me. There's no other solution to this problem. Okay, I could take the train, but then that would mean getting into Lond- uh, getting into Reading using the Oxford Road. So that's adding an extra 20, 30 minutes into the traffic. On your bicycle? I could cycle. And then I could get the train, which would take, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes or so, maybe 20 minutes. And then bike and then at the other end. 
could bike the other end, but the distance from the school to the train station is quite far, and there's a couple of A roads from Bracknell. How far is it? I think we're talking, I think door to door, the journey would be maybe an hour. And what is it now with the roadworks? Uh, about 40 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So you'd be, it'd be, you know, you'd be taking 20 minutes longer, but you would get some good exercise. You were worried that you were just plateauing because you yeah. have the old double carbs and you're like, why am I not getting any better? Because all you do <laughs> is run and your body's used to running. So maybe do a bit of mix it up. Yeah, maybe. It does mean leaving the house a lot earlier. and uh, A lot? You said it takes 20 minutes more. That's not a lot, is it? Yeah, I know, but it's just everything. It's adding extra time to the morning routine and then getting back as well. I don't know. Maybe it's a consideration. I haven't yeah, thought about it. Did a bit of bike, a bit of train. Maybe you don't need to run so far in the morning. Get up 20 minutes later. That is a, it. That's a thought. Hey, I'm open to ideas. I'm open to ideas. I listen a lot. Do you know what? I will have a look. see you in a different light rather than this, like, you know, slimy face bloke. I'm not a slimy face bloke in a shirt. If they saw you in some gym gear, they might respect you a bit more. Give you another pay rise. (laughs) I've got all the respect I need. Um, I will look into it. You know, I'm not stubborn enough or ignorant enough to not listen to advice. I will weigh out the pros, weigh out the cons, and I'll make a decision based on that. Thank you, David, for your insightful advice. Thank you. No, wait a minute. Actually, all right, it's fine. Oh, well, thanks so much for listening to October's edition of the show with the Pressure and Frosty. You can get in contact with us at pressureandfrosty at gmail.com or pressure underscore frosty uh, at... X. And we're going to be working on doing some new material on TikTok and some video podcasting potential on YouTube and all the socials. So keep your eyes peeled for that for potentially next month's show. Uh, thanks very much indeed. Uh, eat all your vegetables, cut down on the carbs, and we'll see you next month. Just like, let's go for a bit of weight loss, a tiny bit. Anything that's slightly less, we'll see that as a gain. So yeah, let's just mis- mismatch that calorie burn consumption thing slightly, and we'll see you here next month for just suggestions that we might be on a different belt run. It's time to say goodbye. Yeah. But there's no need to cry. My favourite We'll be back again sometime. The show with the pressure and frosty. All right, that's that done. That's that done. You know, say it like it's another one of your tasks.